Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey guys, this is Gabby. Thanks for tuning in. So today I'll be talking with you all about knowing God's mercy. So how timely it is that we are talking about God's mercy, especially as we approach Christmas time. And something that God's just been really reminding me about is just remembering that I am here today because of His mercy. Like, yes, I did my part in making Jesus my Lord, but ultimately I've gotten to the place of where I am today and even to the place of knowing Jesus and being able to walk in obedience. Like everything I'm doing is from that place of truly seeing God's mercy carry me through. As I pray from today's message that you would leave knowing God's mercy, but also being hungry to seek God for a greater revelation of His mercy for you. So I wanna first share in Psalm 145, eight to nine. And God says here, the Lord is gracious and compassionate slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all He has made. And so God is gracious and compassionate because He loves and He longs to show us mercy. He is a merciful God. Like that is one of the characteristics of God is that He is merciful, right? He is slow to anger and rich in love. And when you read the Bible, especially the Old Testament, especially the Old Testament, you can clearly see how rich God is in His mercy, in His love towards us. You know, the Israelites, God's chosen people, they rebelled against the Lord. In fact, they, many times they would pick up idols and worship other gods that are not, that is not the God, right? The God of Abraham, the God who is above all gods. Even though God has shown them mercy and shown them kindness, they've turned away from Him. Yet we always see that God always, that God does give them to the hands of the enemies. God does allow punishment, but only so that they would run back towards God and see that He is the only one that is their God and can take care of them. It is out of God's mercy that He even allows the disciples, I mean, sorry, that He even allows the Israelites to, you know, get into their hands of the enemies. That is out of His love so that they would return back to Him. And it reminds me of that verse in the Bible where it says that God is like a good father who disciplines his children. He disciplines us because he loves us. And even that is out of his mercy. And so I pray that as we you know, get into the scriptures and, and as I share what's in my heart, that it would only provoke you to have a hunger to ask God to give you a greater revelation of his mercy, especially as we approach Christmas time and, and you know, not just Christmas, we are called to behold Jesus every day but especially during this time to remember what God has done for you. And again, you know, we can see God's love and His mercy through many things, but there's nothing greater than seeing His mercy through His Son, Jesus, because it is in Jesus that we see how much God loves us. That's why Romans says, while we're yet sinners, Christ died for us. Right? It says God demonstrated His love that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He gave Jesus, His one and only begotten Son, to die for us. And as we approach Christmas, you know, I, I want us to 
focus in on Jesus, but as we look at Jesus, that we would realize His mercy. Because the reality is, you know, this verse here is so true. God didn't have to save us, but He did. He's gracious and compassionate. And, and I always can't help but think about where I've been. You know, remember your testimony. Remember even the fact that you got to hear about Jesus. That's His mercy. That's His love towards you. And some of you may know my testimony, but I was way off, way off from the Lord, ran away from home, you know, was with a man that was 10 years older than me. Just did so many, I was just so far from God. Yet the Lord has brought me to this day by His mercy. Thank God He was slow to anger, right? That he, I didn't die while I was in sin. Because we know that if we don't accept Jesus as our Savior and live in Him and we die, we're not saved. So praise God that you and I get to hear, even now if you're listening and your life's not right with God, praise God you get to listen to this because God's giving you an opportunity to turn back to Him. That's His mercy and that's what I pray that you would see His mercy rightly because when you see God's mercy rightly, it will propel you to love Him more because it's in His mercy that you see how much He loves you. And I pray that every single day you would remember how merciful God is, that you get another day, another breath to breathe, that even that, right, God is giving you a gift of today. We have to just remember and, and constantly give thanks. I know we, for those that are in the States, you just finished celebrating Thanksgiving, but as believers, we're called to give thanks always, in all circumstances, always giving thanks. Why? Because God's mercy is worth us giving thanksgiving. You know, and something that I've been learning too is living out Colossians 3 where it says, where God says, set your affections on things above and not on things of the earth. Practicing setting our affections on the Lord. Because this life is not promised to be easy. There will be harm that will come, bad things will happen to us. People will fail us, people will hurt us. But in the midst of that, we can still give thanks because we know that our salvation is real, that eternity with Jesus is going to happen and that the glory that is to come is greater than our sufferings. That's what the scriptures say as well. And so it's so important that we just continue to behold the Lord and to behold his mercy. So I'm reading now in Matthew 1 verse 23, and it says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. So this is talking about Jesus, right? Jesus was born from Mary, but Mary was a virgin, which is so important because it shows you that God, that Jesus wasn't just a man, but he was both man and God. Joseph was his father, but Joseph did not conceive Jesus. Jesus was conceived by Mary and the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God. And the reason why I want to point out this verse is because I love how it says here, His name is Emmanuel, God with us. And we know that Jesus, right, Jesus was, was not only with us, but when He left, He said, It is good that I leave because now you get to have the Holy Spirit. And so Jesus sent His Spirit to us. And so now we, as believers of Jesus, those that have accepted Jesus, we get to have the Holy Spirit, His own Spirit, living in us. And so now the scriptures say, I believe it's in 1 Corinthians, it says, we are the temple of God. You know, when we read in the Old Testament, we see that God dwelt in the temple. His presence was there in the Ark of the Covenant. But now we get to be bearers. We get to carry God's presence. Like God is with us. 
we are never alone. And even that, guys, is God's mercy. I want to give you per this perspective, right? Like, God is so high. He is God. He is, again, like what I said earlier, He's King of kings and Lord of lords. Yet He chooses to care about us. He chooses to dwell in human bodies, right? Like, this is the humility, the love, and the mercy of the God that we serve. Psalm 8.4 says, What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. And it's so true. You know, I, I, I pray that we would never lose awe in the fact that God loved us so much that He sent Jesus to die for us, for His blood to cleanse us, cleanse of us of our sins, because God knew that we already messed up since Adam and Eve, since they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, they ruined it for all of us. But God said, I'm going to make a way where there is no way for humans to save themselves, but I myself am going to save them. And I'm going to send my son to dwell with them. And I'm also going to give them my spirit to live in them. God cares about us so much. You know, and again, like I said, as we see this, we get to see it's by his mercy that we're saved. There's no other God. You know, I've been thinking about this too, about other religions that exist out there. There is no other God that has come down to help us. Other religions say you have to be your own savior, but God, the God that we believe in the Bible, Christianity, God says you're not gonna be your own savior because you can't save yourself, but I'm going to send you a savior, and that is myself. And God sent Jesus, who is God himself, to save us, right? What a beautiful picture that we get to see that and remember that we have a savior, which means that we as believers in Jesus, we always have hope, guys. There's never a time where we can say we don't have hope, even if you're in prison, right? Paul in the Bible, he was in prison for sharing the gospel, for living for God. But he said that he learned how to be content, abased or abound. And you know, ultimately Paul had joy because he knew that eternity with Jesus was real. He had that hope, and, and that's what we need to continue to remember and to give thanks. I love John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have eternal life. I know it's a verse that we hear all the time, but I love this verse. And I pray, and again, ask the Lord, God, show me, give me a greater revelation of Your love, because this is something that's so important that I need, you know, and and we as people of the flesh, we need this every day. Because we're in the flesh, we can, you know, get encountered by God, but then forget it two hours later. Like we need to practice abiding. What John 15 says, Jesus says, abide in me, right? Abide in me and you will bear fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And abiding in Jesus will require us to remember and to behold his love. For God so loved the world, since he so loved us. He didn't just love us, but he so loved us. Isaiah 9, 6 says, For to us, or unto us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. Let's not forget that God gave us Jesus. That was costly, right? Like, that was his only begotten son. No, we, we, I haven't, I haven't actually had a podcast where I talk about the Trinity, but you know, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, they're all one. They're, they're indi individually distinct, but they're also one. And so it did cost the Lord to give His Son Jesus. There is a time 
where Jesus was in heaven but came on earth. But God loved us so much that he said they're worth it. You know, Isaiah, Isaiah 53 also talks about how it pleased the Lord to bruise his son. That's how much God loves us. Romans 8, 31 and 32 says, If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? I love this, right? Again, like God did not spare his son. He gave, like unto us a child is born. God gave us his son. God gave us, and so if he gave us Jesus, which is the best thing you could ever give, what would God withhold from us? Right, that's what Romans is trying to say, and the answer is nothing. God has given us his all. He loves us. He has saved us. He is rich in mercy. Ephesians 2, 4-5 says, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, we see that again, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions, it is by grace you have been saved. What does that mean? It doesn't mean that we can keep sinning and His grace saves us. What it means is that because we were born into sin, and most likely we also sinned in our lives, like myself, God out of His grace still gave His Son Jesus for us. And now our duty is to accept Jesus and follow Him, right? Like to literally accept Him as our Lord and Savior. It's a gift. Jesus is a gift that we've been given by God. And let's not forget too, like where we were in our sins. There's something so powerful about remembering our testimony of how we even got saved because it's then that we realize, wow, God, that was by your mercy. And I'm still living that today. Like when I think about my husband and my daughter, like God, it's by your mercy that I met Michael, that I have my daughter. And so I wanna encourage you all, like give thanks in the Lord. You know, we can give thanks for the blessings we have, but don't forget like what God has given and even Jesus himself, our salvation. These are the foundational things that will allow us to endure and never leave Jesus and never add things or put things above the Lord, you know, cause he truly is the best thing we can ever have. And his love is so great to a place where we can still love others when they hurt us, right? Like there's something beautiful about knowing God's mercy that allows us to extend mercy to others, right? God even tells us as we've been given you know, as we've been forgiven to forgive others, which could also mean like, as we've been given mercy, to show mercy to others. So for those that are struggling with forgiving others, or you're struggling with this pain from unforgiveness, ask the Lord to give you, again, like I mentioned earlier, a greater revelation of his mercy towards you. Because when you see how merciful he's been, it makes it so much easier to give mercy to others. And so I wanna end with um, Psalm 107. I'm gonna read, um, verses one and then eight to nine. We're kind of jumping around here. I don't have time to read the whole chapter. And then verse 20 and then verse 43. But it says here, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. I'm gonna stop right there. So number one, give thanks to the Lord right to god again we can be thankful for so many things but let's always remember to give thanks to god because he's good he's good guys the fact that he saved us right that he sent jesus to save us that means god is good even though we don't deserve it 
and the fact that His love endures forever. And scriptures say that God doesn't change. And praise God for that. Imagine if God could change His mind. We would be living every day questioning whether we'd be saved or not. I still remember when I was working back then, I would always question like, am I gonna get fired? You know, am I gonna stay in my job? Like there's no security. But God gives us His security. God secures His love. His love for us is forever. It's not just for this world. It's forever. And that's because that's who God is. He is love. And His love is unfailing. It will never fail us. We may fail God, but His love will never fail us. I have failed God many times, you know, and I've been a Christian for so long. But God's love never has failed me. Again, that doesn't mean that I keep sinning. I have to turn to God and do my part. But His love never fails. He has wonderful deeds for mankind, like I mentioned earlier. We're just human beings. Yet God so loves us and He satisfies us, guys. Please remember this in this Christmas time, we can easily compare ourselves like, oh, I wish I was married. I wish I had this house. I wish I was on that vacation. But let's remember that we have God with us and seek the Lord instead. Instead of seeking social media, instead of seeking, you know, things to come, seek the Lord. God promises that when we seek Him, we will find Him. And when you find God yourself in the secret place, you will be satisfied. You will have this joy unspeakable that comes. He sent out his word and healed them. He rescued them from the grave. Guys, like God rescues us from death. We don't die as believers in Jesus. Let the one who is wise heed these things and ponder the loving deeds of the Lord. I wanna encourage you, not just this Christmas time, but every single day to ponder the good deeds of God. You know, like you don't give room to sin when you remember how good he is. You know, there there have been times where I have been tempted to, to think about past things that are, are not good, that are not God. But when I remember what God has done for me, I don't have that desire to think about those things. And so when it comes to overcoming temptation even, God's mercy and love will remove those desires for what is dark and what is evil. So I wanna pray for you all. God, I thank you so much for every single person that's listening. I pray, God, that you would give them greater revelations of your love and your mercy, God. That they would see, God, see with the eyes of their heart how much you love them. And I pray that your love would perfect their heart, that it would heal their heart for those that are hurting, for those that are in sadness. I pray, God, that you would restore their heart to joy. Give them joy even now as they listen to this, God. Holy Spirit, would you fill their room, fill their car, fill them wherever they're at, God. Fill them with your love. Show them, God, how much they are loved, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you have been blessed by this message. And guys, if you have been, please also email us. I love hearing testimonies of how God has impacted you. So you can email us at info at livingrevelations.com. And I want to invite you all as we approach the end of this year. As you know, we are our, our, our goal for the ministry is to raise $30,000 so that we can continue doing what we're doing, right? Helping others find God real in everyday life. And we want to create our first ever gospel study book, helping others to understand the gospel, to know its credibility, and to be able to share the gospel of Jesus with others. So you, as you give, you get to be a part of making this happen next year. That's the goal, to get it done next year. And so would you consider giving, even if it's just $5, 
Like I, I was mentioning this before, if we have 6,000 people give one time $5, we would hit our goal. So I want to encourage you all, if you also know two or three other people that can give one time $5, please send them our website and invite them to give. And so you can give at livingrevelations.com slash donations. And on that page, you will see everything that our ministry does and the projects that we're working on and what your donation will be you know, able to do next year and continuing moving forward. And so thank you guys so much for listening. God bless you all. And I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. There are estimated around 2 billion millennials in the world and around 2.5 billion Gen Z in the world. In the U.S. alone, there are more than 100 million millennials and Gen Z that don't believe in Jesus. Can you imagine how many unbelievers there are in the whole world? And there is an increasing number of Christian millennials and Gen Z who are leaving the faith. The rate of Christians becoming non-Christians continues to increase. And if we follow this trajectory, it is estimated that in 2070, only 35% of the population in the U.S. alone will be Christians. Many are leaving the faith because people are not seeing Jesus rightly and finding God real in their lives. Our mission at Living Revelations is to help others find God real in everyday life through blogs, podcasts, media, online Bible studies, and conferences. More than ever does this generation need a revelation of Jesus. And those who are currently believers need to be instructed with the Word of God and reminded to obey God in their daily lives to see Him real. We are committed to planting seeds of God's Word in the hearts of the next generation throughout the world. Here are some of the seeds we've planted around the world. Hi everyone, my name is Clara. My name is Ariana. Hi, I'm Renella. I'm Ellen from South Korea. I just want to give a shout out to Gabby and Michael. I am so appreciative of everything they've done. Gabby uh, was really there for me, really listened to me, and uh, she prayed for me. And honestly, it's exactly what I needed. I was struggling a bit with my relationship with God and trying to stay connected to Him. And I think I underestimated how important community was. It has tremendously blessed my life. I have met with other women from other walks of life, which has kept me encouraged and strengthened. I get to know the Word of God for myself, follow Jesus wholeheartedly. I'm very much planted and I'm, I feel God really just um, bringing me to different uh, levels in my life. I absolutely love their podcast episodes and I am in the process of reading her book, Single But In A Relationship With God. Gabrielle openly shares her imperfections and vulnerabilities, which deeply moved me. I was greatly inspired by her courage and most importantly, through her story, I felt a strong sense of God's love and grace. And from the first night alone, I felt impacted. I felt like it was really, it was really a good change that I needed. And also it helps me to remember that I'm not alone in this journey of becoming closer to Christ. So thank you, Living Revelations. Our podcasts have had over 40,000 downloads. Our social media posts are reaching 120,000 people weekly. Our blogs, too, have reached around 30,000 people, hitting almost every continent in the world. We have also seen a great transformation in the girls we discipled through our online Bible studies. Our online Bible study is a place where we dive deep into the Word, learn how to grow our relationship with God, and build community for the girls to encourage one another. 
We have had over 350 girls from over nine countries be a part of our online Bible studies. Our goal is to see an increase of faithful Jesus lovers among millennials and Gen Z by sowing seeds of God's truth worldwide to help them find God real in their everyday life. The Bible makes it so clear that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. The Lord says in His Word, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. We are looking to raise $30,000 for this coming year to produce study guides for others to study the Bible, to continue producing more media, and to expand online Bible studies and conferences. Will you sow a seed to the next generation? You can give and partner with us today at livingrevelations.com forward slash donations. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.